Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. We are back after our, is it a two-week hiatus or a one-week hiatus? It's just a one-week hiatus. We just missed one week, but it was kind of, two, it's going to be two weeks between episodes for y'all, so however y'all yes. want to look at it. Yeah. Um. So we'll be sure to kind of section off episode three and episode four of Married at First Sight in the comments. That way you can skip ahead if you've already, or if you don't want to hear episode three or don't want to hear episode <laughs> four. Um, so before we get started, um, Jade, do you have any updates from the Married at First Sight streets? <laughs> um, I don't. I feel like life has just been a little bit busy and I haven't been keeping up with any, with anyone, thankfully. Mm. What do you think? Any news? Um, I mean, I like, you know, get on our, our Instagram, our podcast Instagram, and we're following um, a few folks from the Houston season. Mm-hmm. And man, they are really socialing in the social media streets. Um, are you talking about Mirla and yes, Rachel? Yes, every They're- day. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was the given. So Every like, yeah, day, you guys. It's Mirla's working out, and she looks great. You know, she's getting it yeah, in. She's and, done, like, a little workout series or something, right? Yeah, and I definitely encourage everyone to be more physical, physically fit by, by, you know, by all means. But she posts every day, and if I see this fucking dog and this girl hush <laughs> one more time, it's just so – it's just crazy. And then Rachel, like, I don't know. I'm – do we actually follow Rachel or do we just follow Mirla? I think we follow Rachel. I think I'm going to unfollow her from the podcast Instagram. Like, it's just, it, it's too much. It's redundant. Uh, just pictures of brunch. You know, just, I, I'm done. I'm tired. And then they always post stuff that Johnny posts. And I'm like, why are y'all oh, friends with him? It's so weird. Johnny has an Instagram? Yeah. Oh. Apparently hmm. he was on some podcast. And I'm like, who wants to hear what he has to say? <laughs> it's just so strange so i think we're gonna unfollow rachel and then i think we're gonna unfollow um virginia from atlanta season because she's just really working my nerves um after the whole ryan thing and her talking out of turn about you know he's playing the race card i just can't even look at her the same mm. oh johnny does ha- and look at him and rachel hmm. right two peas in a pod so unfollowing her amc shirt what is happening here unfollowing um virginia because i'm tired uh we don't follow clara thank goodness because i okay. i don't think i'm in her demographic of like ryan's on here wanting. with johnny too oh like shotgunning some burrs on the golf course is that allowed um i think you can drink and, and golf at the same time Oh, wow. Michaela's on here with Johnny. Interesting. See, we got to get out of this. To go to the movies. Toxic vortex. <laughs> like, he must have had, like, a sponsorship. He probably had a sponsorship or something. That's that's probably... He's working. He's making some money. Yeah. He's... I don't know. But, yeah. He's in here. He has pictures with Michaela. But not... Mm. Like, she's not with the rest of the group. They're just going to the movies together a lot. I'm gonna... I'm gonna, like, not say anything. Hmm. <laughs> about that. okay so yeah so other than them um i haven't really been there i only keep up with the new people 
um or like the latest seasons so like mm-hmm. i haven't really seen anything else um there's probably not much else to see well yeah i mean you know it's it's january you know it's just like we just started the year so i don't know but yeah that's mm-hmm. all i've really been seeing so yeah those are my updates for social media okay well thank you for sharing that um we have no updates on the bachelor because we're no, not watching we're so not. y'all just we're not subscribing that. to that mess <laughs> Just in case y'all were like, what about that second part that y'all do? It's not, it's not happening this season. Sorry, so just, sisters. Just don't look for that. Um, but anywho, so we have two weeks worth of episodes to cover. Week three or episode three was wedding. So we're going to blow through that since that was last week. And then we'll get into some of the real yeah. more current things. Of, and so of this who, week. so refresh my memory, who got married in season, season three? Episode three, I know was Alyssa, was it Alyssa and Chris? Alyssa and Chris and Steve and Noy. Oh and Lord, I forgot. We see the receptions. Them. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> it's like when they put the, when they put the people together or when they clump the groups together, you have to try to clump like an interesting couple mm-hmm. with like a boring couple. That's true. And this one is just like, Neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll get into it. Um, let me know if you need to interject about anything. I shall. And I probably so start- will because it's coming it's, it's coming back to me now about <laughs> Steve and Noy and Noy's brother. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll take us there. Yes. Um, so we start with Steve and Noy. They're getting ready to, when we last left off with them in episode two, she was already like standing outside ready to walk down the aisle. Um, she gets down there. She asks him his name. He says his name is Steve Moy. And she's like, that rhymes with my name. Because you got Noy Moy, whatever the whole thing that was going on. Moy Noy. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> the officiant says that her nickname is Noisy. And he talks a lot about her family <sighs> culture and how she grew up. And she starts to getting a little bit emotional. We learn that he has actually nine nieces and nephews. Wow. Um, which I didn't realize. But I was like, wow, it's really big family. There's a point in his vows where he says he didn't know if she was going to like the ring, so he got her a spare, and it's a ring pop. Really Aww. cute. He has it, like, in a Ziploc bag. I don't know why it's open. Oh, um, that's strange. Ring pops do come individually Yeah, they, and they come, yeah, in a wrapper. <laughs> why he took the wrapper off? I don't know, but he has it, like, in a gallon-sized Ziploc bag. Oh, Weird. My, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah, they agree to kiss. It's a very gentle, like hand barely touching your shoulder yes, kiss there's barely. a lot of space between them um but he looks like he's feeling good she's just kind of going with it she looks just like nervous in general mm-hmm. to me her whole demeanor well and i, I noticed her. that when they walked off from the um what's it called the front the altar the altar, the altar. <laughs> they didn't um they didn't hold hands or anything they just walked yeah i think she if I remember correctly, I think she's like holding the bouquet in one hand and the dress in the other, which is a good excuse not to hold someone's hand, in my I opinion. Oh, I was like, dang, that's, I don't think that, I think that's a first. I don't remember mm. seeing couples just like, just walking side by side. Like, it was just like, <laughs> I mean, it was just, it just stood, it stood out to me because I was like, damn, they're not even like holding hands. Yeah, there was a lot of interesting <laughs> body language with them, which just, yes. just wasn't reading as comfortable. Yes, um, absolutely. But everything else, as far as how they spoke to each other, all that seemed to be like, you know, good vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, we then go to Alyssa and Chris. And if y'all remember, um, Tamara has some feelings about Alyssa. Mm. And apparently the rest of the world will now, too. <laughs> you guys um, are all on my side. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, see Alyssa and Chris. They're getting ready. They're in like their separate suites. He says he's a serial monogamous. 
Um, his friends are everybody like is super calm in his suite. None of them are mm-hmm. like you know really yeah. amped up or they're just sitting down chatting like they're talking. Well, about and how else. old is he? I mean, he's a bit older, so I think he's 38, 35. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I they're... get him and Steve is older too. I think Steve's 38. Yes, but... yeah. So that he's a bit seasoned, so you know, it's it's no, you know, it's like let's get this done, okay? Get yeah. Married. Then we have Alyssa and her friends, they're kind of excited. None of her friends are married. Um, which is interesting. And we hear her saying that she needs physical attraction, uh, which I think mm. we kind of talked about this before. Chris is a very, um, I don't know. I wouldn't call him traditionally attractive. I also wouldn't call him like would unattractive. You call him, oh, would you call him attractive? No. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he's just very, like, very middle of the road, like standard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and honestly, like, oh, when Alyssa started obsessing over looks, she started talking about teeth mm-hmm. and how she can't have someone with um, snaggle teeth. Snaggle teeth? I'm not even aware of, like, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever met anyone with snaggle teeth. So I, I consider snaggle teeth to be, like, when you're six and you're, like, missing teeth. Right. So I was really mm-hmm. confused. But then, unfortunately, production, when he did smile at the altar, <laughs> that's, they're trolling. Uh, <laughs> before but they, they weren't snaggled but wasn't there something no happening they weren't snaggled in, in they the were region? just like it's like uh crowded crowded i mean they weren't very white that. i think that was my thing like him and olajuwon <laughs> had like really like yellow teeth oh my goodness i mean there's whitening and teeth bleaching before you a lot of people do it before they come on tv but yeah yes, I, I mean one would think you know if y'all had me out here on lifetime but I guess, Goodness. you know, Elijah was just like, look, I got muscles. Lifetime yo. is not going to retouch for you. They no, want they won't. people to see how you are. If anything, they'll, you know, whatever <laughs> the opposite is to retouch. Okay, so, so yeah. <laughs> one cute thing about this uh, part is he actually sends her a note before before they meet, which is, I, this, I think this is the only couple where there's like a little bit of an exchange mm-hmm. or he's yeah. the only person who does something. She gets all teary, can't read it, has her friend read it to her. She's crying. Um, she decides to walk down the aisle by herself because her dad has a bad back. And she says she's looking for someone tall, tan, and with a scruffy beard. Jesus. And so, you know, this is, again, production crafting, this this to be a setup. Uh, so she comes down. She's super nervous. They have some awkward conversation. And her family, like the part that they give the officiant to read says that, you know, you see her emotions all over her face and that she loves the dogs. Mm-hmm. His family says he's driven and he's a workaholic. His vows mm. are kind of nice. I don't have any notes on them, but yeah. they're pretty standard. She pulls hers out of her, her bustier. Yeah. I'm um, interesting. Yeah. At first I thought she pulled it from like the middle of her cleavage, but she actually pulled it from like under her armpit, like the yeah. side. I was like, oh, which is, Anywho's, um, they do kiss and then they step on some glass. She is wearing like these cowboy boots that are, are they spray painted gold or something? She's wearing some cowboy boots because y'all know she wants this country thing going on. Country living. They step on the glass. They walk down the aisle. Uh, he says she smells really good. He starts talking to her about disc golf. She has no idea what the fuck that is. Um, she asks him if he likes riding horses. He's like, no, I haven't like, what done a random, that. What a random thing to ask. <laughs> you know, like most people, they first meet, they're like, oh, so what do you do for work? Right. And, you know, like that kind of thing. And she's like, do you like riding horse? That was so weird. She's so awkward. Yeah. So he's like, do you have a horse? She's like, no. Why? You're going to buy me one? And he's like, oh, well, Gosh. you know. 
It's it's real awkward with them. Well, and also, y'all, horses are so expensive. Yeah, I mean, people <laughs> buy horses and then buy a place to keep them, like rent them a, a room yeah, at a barn. Yeah, and then that's low-key, like, <laughs> almost like a hun- like over $100,000. Like, for Having my, horses is a rich people's it, sport. It's true. It truly is. Like, you mm-hmm. know, from my days, you know, binging Yellowstone, like, those, oh those, those horses that you want to, like, race and, like, or not even race, but horses that you want to show – those can go for like almost a million dollars. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like I don't know what I don't know what Alyssa think. What show? What TV show she's watching? Like I'm just there's I'm so an episode of a show I need you to watch about horse racing. Oh, it's, it's a documentary. Horse racing is awful. Oh yeah, it's when I find like, it. Maybe I'll worst, find it by the end of this episode. Worst um, of the worst. It's woof. Mm-hmm. It's a, a rich white man sport. Indeed. Um, I mean, is it even a sport? All you got to do is ride the horse. Well, they have to have the jockeys to get on the horse, and they have to, you know, they bet and yeah, stuff. So exactly, it's trash. <sighs> back to Married at First Sight, y'all. Sorry, <laughs> we got off track a little bit there. We're back. Um, we see Elashawan and Katina. They're taking pictures. They look beautiful. She's very reassuring to him that he is not. Uh, ugly and crazy mm. and he talks a lot so I think she's he's just... he's very insecure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's Bless obvious him. it's real obvious like, it just seeps off of him i'm like mm-hmm. who hurt you my young young boy yeah we see Alyssa and chris they're taking pictures they look really uncomfortable <laughs> the woman is trying to direct Alyssa. Mm-hmm. put your hand on his chest or put your head on his chest or something like that she's like no i would not do that yeah she's like oh my god no. she's like oh my god yeah no. she's like offended that someone <laughs> like, trying to pose her but the pictures the look like, so bad <laughs> you know if i was taking pictures so i was getting my pictures professionally taken by a photographer for a family shoot or a wedding shoot i would yield to whatever direction they gave me because i yeah. want the pictures to look nice but i would um, say like i but here's the thing i actually kind of Unfortunately, she's awful, so that's just her. But if the photographer was like, put your hand on his chest, I don't know. I'd be like, can we, is there something else we could do? <laughs> like, because I mean, that is kind of an awkward pose. But again, like, that don't excuse Alyssa, because, you know, she's. It's awkward if you make it awkward. She didn't even try. She didn't do it and be like, oh, this feels weird. Or like, we, maybe we could, like, I don't feel like she really gave an effort at all. Besides being like, no. Zero effort. <laughs> and then the woman was like, okay, well, twirl. And she was like, fuck no. Like, I'm not going to do that. She's, she's like, how many other times are you going to be able to twirl in a wedding dress? Yeah. And I was like, this is a good point. Like, you're not going to have these pitch- a chance to get these pictures again. But I don't think she cares. It's interesting, Lee inserted, that he, at this moment, is saying he doesn't have any red flags <laughs> about her. They just threw that in there. So, very interesting. Steve and Noy take their pictures. They have lots of family in their pictures. A lot of emphasis on family with them. Um, she goes and changes into her traditional... Laotian? Lotion? Lotion? I can't remember. <laughs> Laos, her traditional clothing from Laos. And she gives him what's called a pabing, I think. Um, it's like a sash. He agrees to put it on. He's very happy. Um, now he's thinking about telling his grandkids about this. So he's what <laughs> Steve is way down the line here from the wedding to grandkids. Just that quick. <laughs> um, all the receptions are outside because COVID. Katina and Elijah want her dancing. She doesn't, she hates this part. She says she doesn't want people to be staring at her. And he's like, well, it's our wedding. So they're going to be staring at you all night. Um, which is 
true and he agrees to turn so he has sun in his face and she doesn't have it in hers she says the structure of his body feels nice she could feel his muscles under his suit <laughs> and also when they were taking pictures he picked her up at one point um just being extra and dramatic like he is and so he said he was trying to flex a little bit during that time so she could feel what he was working with um, it's a lot of a lot of sexual tension between these two people, which was strange because I mean when they walked down the aisle, I was just like, um, it didn't seem that way. <laughs> yeah, even it didn't when seem he was talking to her when they were drinking like their champagne, I was yeah, like, he she seems, looks annoyed. He's so hard to read, honestly. Like I couldn't really get a good gist of like what he was feeling or thinking. Mm, it's I have some thoughts, but I'll mm. share them for our next. next oh section, yeah, I've got some segment. thoughts in our next. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to put those on pause for now and get through this episode. Um, Okay, so people are kissing, you know, people are clinking the glasses. Steve and Noy dance. They start talking about kids. Um, Mark and Lindsay, they're having a real good time. They're like two peas in a pod. He says he's a good judge of character, but he really wants to see her softer side. Um, Neve asks Steve about work, I think, when they're sitting at the sweetheart table. And... Uh, we learned a little bit more because I know we talked about this last time. Like, what exactly does he do? And he mm-hmm. says he supported software teams with sales. Um, whatever so like, that means. So, like, if you work for Microsoft and you sell the Microsoft software? I guess. Okay. Sales um, is hard. So that's a lot of commission work. Yeah. So she deduces very quickly that he's unemployed. Um, she says she's not worried. <laughs> it seems like he could work if he wanted to. Like he doesn't seem to be unmotivated about working. Um, well, okay. you know, we'll see. Time will tell, right? Uh, I can't remember what she does either. What does she do? Oh hmm. yeah. I don't think we've gotten into that. Okay. Well, no one's asked in, the, in, the, in these two episodes that we're covering. So yeah, maybe we'll figure that out eventually. In. Yeah. Um, Mark is talking to Lindsay's dad and her brother, and he gets permission from them, um, to marry her. He said he always wanted to have that. Um, and they say, you know, just love and respect her. Now at the reception, Alyssa is having an issue. She's showing some hesitation. She doesn't want to kiss. She says she needs some time to put all the pieces together. Um, so she's, I don't know being herself I guess (laughs) we see Jasmina and Michael this is I think the first time we've seen in this episode um they give into the kissing with the the guests clinking the glasses I hate that it's that's so much pressure I feel like if it's someone you're already with it'd be easier but still even then I'm like stop clinking your fucking glasses (laughs) kissing on cue is not something I'm interested in doing kiss 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 it's one of those situations you can't really be like shut the fuck up but you might (laughs) might want to (laughs) um so they give into that we learn a little bit more about michael's schedule if y'all remember michael is a personal trainer he says he's now okay he says he's up at 4 a.m um and then gets home by like 7 7 (laughs) 30 at night monday through friday goodness which is just insane. He says he would love to have a pet, but he just doesn't have time. Well, he and also, then didn't he say something about on Saturdays he worked too? That's what I was about to say. He also works <laughs> on the weekends. Like, what the fuck? And she was like, well, what's your schedule like on the weekends? And he was like, it's just more sporadic. And I was like, this is not. She looks very concerned. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I just thought, if you're a trainer, how are you working those kinds of hours? Don't you, aren't you seeing people by appointment only? 
it's usually unless he a trainer at fucking LA Fitness. I'm confused. You working from four in the morning till seven? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Monday I, through Friday. I I don't. And he's selling drugs on the side like he's something's going on here because like all the personal trainers i've ever worked with they're not that's not it like that workload is insane yeah i mean corporate people don't work those kind of hours um i mean maybe lawyers maybe when you're working (laughs) on a case to prepare for court or something i could see that well actually i take that back a lot of lawyers actually do the do those hours like just on, on, a, on, a, on a good day because I was reading... You know what Michael isn't, though? <laughs> I know, that's true. I was about to get into, like, Refinery29 has these, like, money diaries, and those lawyers be working all day. Oh. However, they make, they're, they're making bank, but they're, they're bringing also, in money. But they're also... Yeah, they better because they're working all day. So, yeah, he's yeah. not a lawyer, so I'm not really sure what's going on. And, like, based on his apartment, I'm not sure oh. what's going on either. <laughs> you... <laughs> Y'all know his apartment is very like bare bones, like starter apartment. He has a futon, so, y'all. Not even a sofa. Not even a lot. I got a futon too, but I have a sofa as well. <laughs> but you also have see, do you? Yeah, I have a couch. Yeah, have and couches. you have a, about eighteen hundred square feet. So let's yeah. you know let. <laughs> that's a that's a really good guess. That's like pretty spot on. That's what I tell people. Oh my goodness, you love you me. Know. Okay, <laughs> but I'm just saying, Michael has you know you and Michael don't have any similarities. <laughs> Yeah, I also I don't work those kinds of hours either. Thank mm. the Lord. So, mm. anywho's, um, people are having hard times cutting the cake. Apparently, Elijah Wan's cake is carrot cake. He did know wedding cakes come in carrot cake. He is very excited. I love carrot um, cake. It's probably that cake was probably dry shit though. I mean. I don't know why he didn't think that. It, okay, I don't know. Anyways. Any cake can be a wedding cake. If <laughs> you frosted right, you know. <laughs> so he's just, he's very uh, na- mm. like naive and mature. Yeah. There's a lot of words to describe him, but we'll, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. So Katina tells his friends that she likes pools and hookahs. And they're like, oh, you're going to fit right in. Like, Oof. she's a good time. I don't know why she said that. I wish she had. so tough to hear. <laughs> And his friends, the advice they Who's give her. hookah? Hookah. Whatever. Isn't hookah tobacco? Hookah is tobacco. That's, yes. that's disgusting. Like bong tobacco? Hmm. I'm not a hookah expert. Don't come for me. That's um, gross. His friends advise her that you need to over-explain to Elijah Wan because if you explain it the first time and the second time, he's probably not understanding what you're saying. So he's and, an idiot? <laughs> I don't know why they felt like they had to emphasize that to her, but it sounds like in the past, he's not really following along in conversations that well. Okay. Um, and they said you need to have patience with him because he's initially uh, overprotective of himself and will like get defensive. Because he's an idiot. So a little bit of red flags there. Um, we learned that his mom is Irish and his dad is Nigerian. Um, he speaks with her mom and he starts talking to her about his ADHD. He said he's on meds. He can control. It's just like mm. word vomit. I don't know how mm. drunk he is because he's not super drunk, but he won't stop talking. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking her head off. Then he calls her Katrina. Her mom has to correct him. His, just, her mom was kind of intense. I didn't hear her really saying, getting a chance to say anything. But Well, yeah, she really didn't get a chance to say anything. But when she did, I was just like the energy. But I guess mm-hmm. if you're sitting here and he just won't stop, he won't shut up, then I guess, you know, I'd be annoyed <laughs> as well. 
I'd be annoying too. Like I'm being held hostage here because right. they're filming this. You know, I can't just be like, okay, honey, let's let's wrap mm, it up. But that is true. That's true. Excellent um, point. Yeah, we see Jasmina. She's talking to Michael's sisters, and they let her know that their mom passed away in 2013. They explain the meaning behind the pin they're all wearing. They give her one, kind of welcoming her into the family. It's all love and roses over here. Mm-hmm. Michael talks to Jasmina's mom and stepdad. This, her stepdad is. He was a lot. He's a mess, but he's yeah. like, sometimes it's just best to say nothing. Don't let her bully you. Don't bully her either. She's going to have to talk to me. And her mom is just kind of like, <laughs> just communicate with her. Like, just don't pay attention to him. Just communicate with, with Jasmina. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris is at his wedding with Alyssa. Mm. And he's trying to talk to her people and figure out if she's saying anything about him. He asks everyone he comes into contact with, what is she, has she said anything about me yet? And they're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. It's real sober. He's asking, you know, what do I do if she has a bad day? Jeez. How can I make it better for him, for her? Her mom is like, just give her space. Let her rant and rave. She's feisty. Um, and then we see Alyssa talking to his groomsmen. And they're saying in a very kind way that Chris is naturally a teacher. Sometimes he can come off as condescending, but he just wants to help you. She's standing there listening to this and you can see like the wheels turning in her head. Mm -hmm. Um, His bride, her bridesmaids tell Chris that she'll want to sleep alone. Um, She can be standoffish (laughs) at times. I miss that. Yeah. They were like, she's (laughs) a little difficult. She'll probably want to sleep alone tonight and she can be standoffish. And they also tell him, no, she hasn't said anything about you. Um, oh God, I missed yeah. that. My goodness, it's it's rough because poor Chris, bless his little heart, he's walking around trying to talk to the family, trying to get to know people, <laughs> Jesus. and he's not getting a lot of great feedback. Um, Good grief! So we go from there to Noy and Steve's wedding. Noy has a brother named Michael, mm. and. <clears throat> Michael asks Steve, he's like, you know, what's going to happen tonight? And Steve is like, I mean, I don't know, man, like nothing. I'm not expecting anything to happen. Oh, my God. (laughs) Michael, he's not like cornering him, but it's very like intense. It was very intense. He's like, so what y'all going to do tonight? Y'all going to have sex? I was like, whoa. Goodness. Yeah. It's it's insane. And Michael's like, well, she's not the chaser. So she's not going to chase you. Um, It's just, it's a little, a little intense between. Indeed between them in this conversation uh katina we see her talking with a couple of her friends mm. about her her last name is now dickerson and her friends like dick erson uh-huh uh-huh yeah and she's talking about wanting to see his tattoo she says she's not gonna have sex um tonight for the wedding night mm. we see him saying he's interested in having sex tonight like he wouldn't yeah, be opposed he's to bend it. her over and twist her over and twerk <sighs> her over and i was yeah. like okay. yeah her friends are like we think <laughs> they say that they think he'll want to please her they think he'll want to put his face, put his face in, in, it. in it i was like goodness this <laughs> this language <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. here on you know everybody's family television i mean they're just keeping it real yeah, I, I mean, hey, if it happens, okay. it happens. I mean, you know, they're married, so. They're married. I mean, it was my <laughs> husband. I'd be like, okay. Uh, <laughs> you might as well see, you know, what's going on you down know, there. Let's, let's make sure you know what you're doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> you just, you know, got to get these things started off in a good way. Yeah. Um, we see all the couples make their departures. Um, 
they're you know going off with sparklers and all kinds of <laughs> festivities getting into their vehicles they all get to the hotels um which means they all start taking their clothes off um or changing out of their wedding clothes Noi needs help um she puts her glasses on Lindsay says she's wearing pajamas because Mark is a stranger, but she usually sleeps naked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jasmina wraps her hair up like a good black woman would. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, that's what she's about to get. <laughs> we see Elijah jump on the bed while mm. after we cut from uh, Jasmina doing that. So this scene bothered me because he had on like a wife beater and these blue i was like what's happening with the underwear and just the whole underwear i'm like what is this so he then the way they shot it they shot it from like the side of his body not the front but like the side so we see him with these blue underwear on and they're like just regular blue nothing like patterned or anything but there's like a suspicious stain on the side did you see this yeah they're stain? super old i was like you couldn't have went to burlington and just got some new underwear burlington walmart has new underwear target anywhere i mean it that's what i'm saying like i don't i just don't understand so like so yeah. this is your wedding day now i think usually on wedding days brides try to wear like very nice yeah like, you usually get something new undergarments uh-huh and he could have put on just some black boxers or briefs or even like the the ones that those are briefs like the tidy whites mm-hmm. without the trunks on them yeah um, actually anything black would have been preferred anything because yeah. now you on tv and they're highlighting this stain on your drawers like, you could even change your drawers before you film this scene i think he really could but, have because yeah he truly could have but he was <laughs> like no you know i'm gonna let my body speak for itself i guess now granted <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying, his body's not awful. I mean, his you know. body's not awful, but I'm concerned about his choice in, in underwear. Like, these are the yeah. underwear you're gonna put on for the first time you meet me. This he is what you want me to see. Not? You're gonna get in the bed with me with these underwear on. Yeah. Well, I don't know why they have a stain on the side. That's a weird place for a stain, and it's a big one. Well, maybe it's just like you know, bleach. Stain. Don't try to excuse that. No, <laughs> just unacceptable. You could because I actually your friends don't love you because I actually don't think he's like a bad guy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really don't, but, like, I don't... Obviously, the guy didn't isn't there. And we get to that in the next episode. I don't know mm-hmm. what type of village he has around him. But Not it's some, inter- some interesting folks, so... I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like if that's the best underwear you have, we need to go to the store immediately. We can go to Walgreens. We can go anywhere. There's underwear everywhere. Walgreens? Uh, those Walgreens have underwear? I feel like they might. I don't know. Some of those Walgreens that have two floors might. Poor, um, um, what's she call him? Poor Elijah. <laughs> she don't even know his name. <laughs> She's like, working on it. Girl, Ola Juan. Like, it's good. Is it that difficult? I mean, you guys remember that basketball player, Akeem Olajuwon? I actually don't, actually. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he's a professional best. Hakeem Olajuwon. He played for the right Rockets. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> He was big. He's like 59 now, but Aww. oh, his career ended in 2002, so maybe it's a little out of date for yeah, I don't think I would remember. For people now. Um So yeah. But so anywho, then... he says he's going to bed expecting to try some new pussy. Um, oh, wait, what? Mhm. Yeah. That's that's our friend. Mhm. I, I don't Are you Did he He didn't say yes. that. No, he didn't. He did. <laughs> he's he Okay, say it. I didn't make that up. 
Wow. I don't remember that. I think Damn, it was like Elijah? a brief aside, like a throwaway comment. Okay, Elijah, <laughs> excuse me. Not with those underwear, though. We would not be trying anything Hello? with those. <laughs> like, no. I'm not impressed. Um. So, yeah. So, I guess, does that wrap us up? Everyone's getting in? and um, Oh, wait, no. You got to do a list. Yeah. Let me just bring it back. This is my last note on this episode, and then we're going to move on. Or my last few notes, sorry. Very quickly, Jasmine and Michael are cuddling. Katina and Elijah want to cuddling. Alyssa is behind a door talking to the producers. She says she hates people who come off as condescending and are pushy. We see Chris sitting outside in this lobby area in a chair. He's smiling. He's waiting. He doesn't know what's happening. She's talking to the producers. She says she doesn't feel comfortable sleeping in the same room with him. God. He doesn't have a single characteristic she asked for. And they're like, well, you need to talk to him. He doesn't know anything that's happening right now. And so she comes out with her sourpuss face mm-hmm. and she goes to tell him. Disgrace. Um, some, she says, some things have been said that don't sit right with me. He apologizes. He's like, is there anything you want to know? She's like, no, I don't want to talk about it tonight. And he's like, I'm sorry to hear that. She just kind of shuts him down. And he doesn't know what the fuck is going on because yeah. she's not saying anything. And he's really trying to work with her, but he's, he's also He's being just very like, gracious. What's going on? <laughs> like, he's so mm-hmm. confused. And I'm, yeah. I was confused as well. I mean, who knows? Because she hasn't said shit. She's just like, I don't want to be with you. Well, yeah, and she keeps talking in, like, these real, like, just cryptic sayings. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, uncomfortable about what? Like, <laughs> what happened? I don't want to get into it tonight. So nothing happened. <laughs> like nothing happens. It's it's weird. Um yeah, so that's kind of where we end the episode off with them getting up and walking off. And then we can get into this week's episode. So yeah. I'll rest my breath and I'll let you start us off. Yeah, and so before we get into that, so I watched oh. a little bit of the after party. Oh, um, do tell. Yes. So very interesting concept. Um so Keisha Knight Pullman is like the host. And so every um, every week they have like a new um, drink. Um, so this week it was called the Sour Start um, in honor of Chris and Alyssa because I guess they had a sour start, which isn't really funny. But the drink was bourbon, bitters, and simple syrup. Mm. Um, but they had it in wine glasses. No alcohol? Bourbon. Oh, I thought you said something else. Oh, I know, it was sorry. bourbon, bourbon bitters, bitters, and simple syrup. Yeah, and so they put it in wine glasses, which I thought was kind of strange. Um, <laughs> so then, um, so Chris was on there. So it was Chris, Olajuwon, and I'm missing somebody. So Oh, Noi. I'm sorry, Noi. Yeah, my bad, <laughs> Noi. Um, so then Chris is kind of explaining, like, this whole episode. And so he said that mm. his friends probably told her I mean that yeah, his friends probably told her that he um, he's from New England, so he has a kind of edge, and they describe him as a mass hole, <laughs> and so they may have told mm-hmm. Alyssa that, but he was just like still like I mean I don't think that would have made her like completely just you know not want to be with him. Um, so then they show the clip of Alyssa and talking about the dresses. And so Noi starts laughing and she asks if Alyssa can return those dresses. And then Chris is like, well, if the first 10 dresses didn't check the box, then what's the chances that the 11th would? And I'm like, geez, damn, that's that's an excellent point. Mm -hmm. Um, So then we get to the scene where she says that Chris looks like a real estate agent. um, And he says that he is a real estate agent. (laughs) (laughs) 
So then Keisha is trying to get to the bottom of it. And she's just like, did you say something off camera? Like, give us something. And he's just like, he was just trying to be charming. Like, he, that's all. So it was, it was an interesting little show. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. It's way better than Unfiltered. Oh, like that's way good. better. Because I actually saw a clip of yesterday's um, after party with Alyssa, Olajuwon, hmm. and Mark. And it was funny. Mm. <laughs> it was, and Alyssa stormed off of that too. Okay, so you'll have to tell us about that right after this episode yes. recap, right? Yes, I'll do that because she just, girl, Alyssa. Maybe I'll watch it and not take notes. It's a little bit easier. <sighs> yeah, I don't take notes take because notes. it's so <laughs> interesting. And I, I just remembered yeah. everything. So I was like, this is wild. <laughs> Just remembered um, everything. <laughs> so, yeah. So then episode four, you know, we get into it. A montage of everyone, again, leaving the wedding, walking up to their rooms like mm-hmm. we saw in episode three. Um, Katina and Olajuwon, um, they're kind of cuddling in bed. Um, Katina says that she's not nervous about being intimate. Um, mm. a, a completely different story than about two <laughs> hours ago. Um, they're kissing, c- cuddling, canoodling. He tells her... <sighs> he's so happy you know, that he met her for real. He wants them to last forever, last longer than the process. <laughs> like, he's just like, wow, wow. He's just in all the feels. Um, and then Mark and Lindsay, um, they start talking. Mark talks about how crazy it is that both their mothers weren't there. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay says that she wanted her mom to come and she sent her an email. But then her mom responded and talked badly about her. I feel like we need more. We need more information here. Really, she said her mom sent someone else an email saying she wasn't coming. She never told Lindsay. She oh, wasn't she didn't. Oh damn. So Lindsay found out like secondhand. Um, What's going on with shit. them? Like, can we get I think better we'll get help? Into it. All these better help commercials I'm seeing. Like, we need to direct them over there because this is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Mark gives us some context on his mom and says that yeah. when she, re- this is very sad, mm-hmm. and says that when she retired, she just stopped leaving the house. Um, she wouldn't leave. Um, she would just wear her nightgown all the time. And so then when his dad died, she just completely fell apart um, and she wouldn't get out of bed. She wouldn't eat. And so Lindsay's like, well, it sounds like she's like, you know, in severe depression. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yeah, you know, he just wants her to be taken care of. So I'm wondering, is she in a home or is she in somewhere else? As um, as, my an, as Antonio a- Brown would say, is she in the um, is she in the crazy house? Goodness. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's fair, but I think she's in... Some kind of, I think she's in a place. I feel like he alluded to that in the earlier episodes, but I know yeah. also in this episode, he said like she wasn't even going to the bathroom, like mm-hmm. getting up to go to the bathroom. So sad. So she's had like a severe mental decline, which is yeah. just incredibly sad. And guys, I just want to reiterate, I was being, I was being, I was joking. Okay. Obviously there is no crazy house. And honestly, if there is one, Antonio Brown needs to be um, oh my God. underneath the house. So yeah, moving forward though, very sad about Mark's mom. And honestly, mm-hmm. just like for him, cause I mean, I can't imagine watching your parent just like kind of deteriorate like that. Yeah. That's um, hard. That is awful. So my heart just, Oh, so sad. So then we get this strange scene afterward of Lindsay saging the hotel room. <laughs> I guess she was just like, enough of that. Let's sage, let's sage the emotions out of this room. So they are, she's say, either saging or maybe it could be a Palo Santo bush or, you know, a bush of like lavender and like Palo Santo. I don't know. Um, but it was a lot. 
So yeah. I was like, girl, save that sage for like your home. Save that sage should be expensive. Um, so then we transition into Jasmina and Michael. Um, they're talking in bed and Jasmina's, um, Jasmina's dad apparently told Michael he didn't want a weak man in the family. Um, and yeah, we already heard this basically in the mm-hmm. last episode. Um, so then Alyssa is still being, um, insane. Um, Chris says that she doesn't want, um, to sleep in the same room with him and he's completely clueless as to what's going on. He asks if they can talk off camera and she says that she feels uncomfortable with things that were said to her. And so he asks by whom, and she says she doesn't want to get into it. She wants to sleep on it so they can wake up and have clear heads in the morning. So they can wake up mad. Right. So then she leaves his hotel room and then goes to her own hotel room. So then he's sitting there and says that he wishes he was with someone who wanted to be in the same room with him after they got married. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the little things, you know. It is. Um, he's, you know, very clearly saying he doesn't know what he did wrong. There's some music playing in the background. It's like, <laughs> but clearly you have no value in me. I need to run. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know. No value in me. There's always some music during these, you know, pensive moments. Um, poor, poor Chris. This man yeah. is confused. This I is feel, one I night. I actually feel very bad for him because she is kind of like, at first I thought maybe he might have said something off camera, but like, honestly, it doesn't seem what like What could it. he say that would like be that disruptive? I don't know, night? but like, she is truly like, uh, something's going on here. She's a spoiled brat. Is I mean um, this this is a lot. Like I've mm-hmm. never in my years on the show. Like she is. Did she not know what the the premise of the show? Like I just I, I'm just mm. confused. Um. So I'm then our next scene. Everyone's waking up. You know from their night together. Lindsay, uh, Mrs. MTS, Mark the Shark, and Mark wake up. Goodness. Katina says that Olajuwon needs to work on his cuddle game. So I guess he, what does this mean? Uh, I guess he didn't cuddle her. I guess she wanted him to cuddle her. I thought it was so weird that they kept bringing this up all episode. Because I was like, what did what he what did I, he what he did he do? I think he just slept on his side of the bed, and she was she was upset. But they talked about cuddling, and he was like, "I'm a bad cuddler." So like, how could you be bad? I don't. No. I think, I don't know, because I'm, I mean, I can't sleep, like, cuddled up on someone, like, because just my neck, like, it has to be, like, supported, so, like, maybe Tell that's, more. maybe that's him, like, maybe, you know, he's played football, maybe he gotta sleep, you know, like he sleeps. Maybe, I don't know, it sounds like she tried to, like, throw him some ass, and he was, like, not yeah, catching it. Yeah, I, I think he was asleep, <laughs> probably, because man was tired. Um, she has on full makeup in the bed, so I was I like, noticed that too, but mm. I also thought she had on like her clothes for the day. I saw that little oh, um, perhaps little bralette she had on, so I was like, maybe she got up, got dressed, and got back in the bed. Mm-hmm. That's true for the diary cam. Um, so then we see uh, Michael and Jasmina. Michael brings her a cup of coffee in bed. She says, "This is nasty." Um, he says that it's black coffee, and she says, "Yeah, I don't drink black coffee." So can't blame her. Boo for, you know, black coffee. Um, so then we get back to Katina. Um, they're talking about Olajuwon's past yet again. He's talking to her about how, you know, he did all that shit and was treated ba- treated girls bad, but he's not like that anymore. And Katina said that she used to be a party girl, but she's not like that anymore. I don't really know 
what's happening here. They're, I think they're bonding over their, <laughs> their, their trauma. Over their past. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, I used to have a fuck buddy. And he's like, see, yeah. exactly. Like, you know. I don't know. He I also can't. said she doesn't have morning breath when she wakes up. And that she smelled good like she did last night. So I'm like, she either didn't wash her face or wash, like, I don't know what's happening. But before um, the cameras get there, like, they're able to do all that. Like, they can That's what I'm teeth. saying. So, like, I don't know what he's talking Is about. Is that when she put her full face in makeup on or did she not I, wash her face I last I believe night? so. I think she just put it on again this morning, you know. Y'all makeup people be okay. dedicated, so I think she I mean, just woke up early and did it. Yeah, there was a brief moment we learned that Noi has a dog. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Named Sushi, the Shih Tzu. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's excited to see how Steve is with the dog. And they didn't have sex last night for everyone that was wondering. <laughs> no, Michael, they did specifically. not. Heavens. Um, no. No sex for them. No sex um, for anybody, I don't think. Maybe. Oh, Mark yeah. I don't think. Maybe. Um, Alyssa says that she doesn't feel good about what transpired last night. She's Pause. very upset. She looks so swollen in the face. Yeah. She's like already beat her. What happened? Is that like filler? Uh, is it like maybe she's been crying all night and like I don't know like she just but looks her really face swollen. doesn't move I don't know it's just a lot going on in her face honestly mm. for being completely honest um yeah so she doesn't feel good about what transpired she's disappointed Chris says that they talked at like two thirty a.m. and she told them that they don't vibe mm-hmm. and he feels blindsided I mean when you don't vibe you don't vibe I guess I don't know I guess <laughs> How, what kind of explanation is that. You could have said that. Hours she is ago. so full of shit. I wouldn't want to be with this person any, any, any way. Like he's mm-hmm. dodging a, a bullet because a she's big nuts. One. Like this is so crazy and so inappropriate, so rude, so nasty. Like it's just so bad the way she's treating yeah. him, and like it's just it's disgusting. So it's a mess. She then comes over bad. in these pajamas, <laughs> I guess, for breakfast because the breakfast is brought to the couple's room yeah. where he is staying by himself Correct. um she proceeds to tell him that the way they live their lives are very different they have different hobbies and she's like well i still want us to have a good experience <laughs> and then we hear Jesus. more about this whole snaggle teeth thing and you see <laughs> the producers insert the scene of him at the wedding smiling as she's coming down but the angle the oh, camera's at is like below him so you can see like his his teeth in his mouth um and he looks like he has all of his teeth to be fair yeah and he, he has does. You know, uh, he has a smile. It's just not like someone who's had braces where they're like all perfectly in order. But I don't think her smile is great either. Honestly, it's not. And like, I don't think it would matter. Like, I think that she had in her mind this image of like a tall, white, tan man who was wore cowboy boots and who rode horses for a living. And I don't know. But like, you're getting married to someone. You're being matched. So like, I don't even know. Did she not think of the possibility that she might not be attracted to him? Yeah. I mean, I probably would have been like, nice, nice teeth are a high priority for me. But he is taller than her, which, you know, how tall does she need? Was she looking for, who's that guy on that other season that cheated on that girl? The basketball player guy? Oof, yes. Was that his was name a Matt? Mess. Yeah, it was Matt. Mm, I think he got arrested recently. I can believe that. She's look. You think she thought that she was gonna get him? No, because he's Somebody not. Got, he's not, not country, country enough. I think he's. Yeah, you know, I was say he's he played basketball. Hood. I was say he, yeah, he on the <laughs> other side. So I don't think that would have worked for her either. <sighs> probably you know. she probably wanted a Ryan. Why does she think she? Oh, I can see that. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Someone will take her fishing. Yeah, and go shooting and, like, do all these things that are, like, very backwards. But, girl, yeah. you're in Boston. Are people country in Boston? I don't know, girl. Ryan's Probably. from Texas. Well, yeah, I she don't know. She needs to move. She's wearing she, Cali boots in Boston. She, she needs to get her life together. She's on the wrong season. Yeah, she really is, truly. <sighs> so then we, I believe we're starting to transition into um, breakfast with um, everyone's spouse's family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so we start with Jasmina and Michael. Jasmina's meeting up with, I think, just two of his sisters. Yeah, I think it's just two of them. Yeah. For some reason, the audio during the scene was not good. I don't know if you could notice, but like the audio was like patchy. Hmm. Um, so I encourage the Married at First Sight pro- producers to just do better and just. I do remember aspect. having to go back and rewatch this scene, but I w- didn't connect anything to the audio. I think I just it, wasn't paying. attention. It was the first maybe. thing I heard, and I was like, "The fuck mm. is this?" Um, okay. So yeah, um, the sisters say that Michael thinks the worst out of every situation. Um, Goodness, it'd be I your own like, family man. I feel like this like, was a bit. Str- this was a bit strong for me. Like mm-hmm. it's one thing to just be like a realist, but that doesn't mean that you think the worst. You're just thinking like, okay, well, this could happen, but this could happen also. So they kind of like put that in her mind, and I wish they kind of hadn't. Um, I think then, to be fair, they also said that he walks away, cools off, and comes back. Oh, that's and true. And then that's they true. introduce that whole, he starts getting in his head kind of thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, Jasmina says that all of her relationships, her, all of her relationships have been long distance. Like out of state long distance. Yeah. Like, uh, where are you what? these men? Um, now y'all so remember that when we met strange. her, she said it was everybody else that was the problem. Mm. Like all the men she's dated, it's been them. And I'm like, well, you've never actually, have you ever actually dated someone then? If you ain't ever like. Lived in the same city with them? That's tough. Like, now I'm just rethinking, like, her whole, like, relationship and, like, dating history. Because if they've all been out of state, then, like, no shade. But, like, I don't know. Well, (laughs) I guess, like, uh, I guess, like, Massachusetts is a small state, right? So. So maybe they were in Rhode Island? Maybe they were. Maybe they're, like, in New York or somewhere close by i was thought i was thinking about texas when she said this and i was yeah, like so state, was that's I. at least like 10 hours yeah, away. i was thinking like another region <laughs> but i guess yeah. maybe, maybe we'll hear more about that when they start making them do all those things yeah, um that's a little suspicious but but yeah so i thought that was interesting and then michael he speaks with um jasmina's family um two of her sisters and her mother kimberly um mama kimberly says that she's more comfortable with this than she was two weeks ago but she's always going to be very cautious um jasmina has seen you know good relationships but she's also seen you know failed marriages and she was pretty young when she experienced divorced and so they ask him about his examples of relationships and he says that his mom and dad weren't together and he didn't really have a good male role model outside of his brother um, is that the one that was shot? I don't think so. Well, now, the, but the numbers are getting weird because now he says he has five sisters. Before he said he had four. I need a family tree on yeah, him, to like, be honest. Because I, it's hard to keep track of who's who he's talking about that's alive versus who he's talking about that's past versus yes. like close family and friends um <laughs> i don't really know the numbers it's with him. a lot so then kimberly mama kimberly is like this is concerning um information <laughs> because sometimes you can get lost in the expectations on what a wife should be 
I feel like that's like his loss in the expectations. I feel like Elijah is in this very optimistic bubble of like yeah, what his he really wife is. should be. Like. He needs to be talking, talking to him. Mama Kimberly needs to be talking to Elijah because yes, he, he's someone who needs to, to hear it. Um, so then uh, Michael says that Mama Kimberly is terrified about this experience and he wants to prove to her that he's a good guy. Um, and Mama Kimberly says that everything he's saying right now is just pretty superficial. And I was like, I mean, that's true. I mean, we don't know these people. So interesting conversation um we transition into noi uh with steve's parents mm-hmm. <laughs> his parents are couple. his dad called him a vagabond <laughs> i died and for those of you who don't know let me see what is First of all, how are you going to do this to your son? That's what I'm saying. It'd be your own family. These National family team. members are throwing this <laughs> their so loved guys, ones under the bus. So a vagabond is a person who wanders from place to place without a home or job. Does that not what? fit them? Is that not what he is? Like, it's just be, like your own father. <laughs> I guess after everyone was like, I do, people were like, well, here's what you need to know. Right. Yeah, that's. I'd be so pissed if people were like, <laughs> "We're gonna name this. Why this, we have to name this 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 podcast vagabond? <sighs> he's this a vagabond. So mean, yeah, he's a vagabond. He says before y'all have kids, this man needs a job, and I was like, same. <laughs> uh, but then he says that his son just wants to travel. I was like, Goodness. yeah, he tried to clean it up at the end. Oh, heavens. Um, so then that's really all I got from her. Was oh, Steve's there parents. was a small, a small part where his dad was saying that uh, <laughs> they really enjoyed seeing her traditional clothes and that Steve really likes that kind of thing. And she gets all emotional talking about her family again and the way that he embraced all her traditions and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which is kind of cute. She said that he's a hard read. His yeah. mom was like, you just have to ask him, and he'll tell you, he'll be honest with you if you just ask him, whatever. Okay. Um, um, she also you... says she'd be, oh. <laughs> oh no, I was, I'm just so anxious to get into um, Steve with uh, Noyce family. Okay. The last thing I was going to say <laughs> is Noyce says she'd be devastated if this didn't work out with, oh, with them. Okay, tell us about uh, Noyce family. Who's there? <sighs> You guys, honestly, all I know is that the only person that I saw was Noy's younger brother, um, who... Noy's younger brother wasn't there. What are you talking about? Uh, yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I'm unsure of, like, the pronouns at this point. I'm actually really confused, and I was hoping you'd give some clarity. Mm. Um, he called... Uh, okay, so... Sriracha was there. Um, Sriracha was there. Sriracha is Sriracha is um, Noy's younger brother. Um, (laughs) He said that it was an an alter ego, but he was in full hair and makeup. Um, So I'm unsure of like what's happening. Jay, could you Mm -hmm. offer us some support? You know, there's Michael and then there's Sriracha. I see them as two different souls. Okay. Um, two souls sharing one body, maybe. So is and he... He's Michael, but then she's Sriracha. Okay, so he's so just so drag, essentially. 
I think drag is appropriate until he says something else. But well, yeah, because he didn't say like this is me. Like he he was very careful about the language he was using. Yeah, he did say, "Well, Sriracha, that's me." He I think he did say, "That's me," but that's me. So it was okay. kind of like when they were in the Talking Head with him and the other sister, uh, Fawn. But when when she's Sriracha, they definitely said she. And when oh, he was Michael, true. it was definitely he. So I'm just, so I think it depends on whatever present presentation he wants to do today. Okay. Or so whatever they. comes out today. So they, I, I guess, know. whatever. Um, so he's there. He said he wanted to do this so that he could see how Steve would react. Um, I guess. Yeah, so, okay, the thing about Michael, Michael seems like an instigator, Wait, I, and I think Sriracha is the same way, because oh, she comes with okay. the questions. Lots of like, questions. Um, I mean, questions that I think probably needed to be asked. Um, but, okay, Sriracha asked him what he what happened while he was traveling, like, what was he doing, <laughs> and he said that he just wanted to go off and find himself, and so she was like, what did you, what did you find? Um, <laughs> he didn't respond, I don't think. Um, he says that what he's doing right now, which is freelance work, is better for him in COVID. Well, he didn't really say in COVID, but just better for him at the moment. And Mm -hmm. he says that he's 38. um, So kids is on his mind, but he also doesn't want to rush it. So then they start talking about financial responsibility. And mom is just like, you need to have a job if you're going to have kids. And Mm -hmm. he gives us this really vague statement about different people have different expectations about what they want out of life. Hmm. Does he not want a family? I think on the timeline that he's on, it can be a little bit uh, different. Mm. I did think it was interesting that that was all uh, mom said. It was about grandkids, or that's all that we have her saying, and dad didn't say shit. And then... Dad was there? I didn't see him. Yeah, he was there. He didn't say shit. Mm. Um, But the other thing, just back to Sriracha, is it seems like even though... (laughs) Sriracha appeared to see how he responds to that. I feel like that's a little bit of uh, provocation. Yeah, I, yeah, it is. But Sriracha's not a new member to the family, apparently. Everyone knows who Sriracha is. So it's not this like strange, unusual thing. But I think in this situation, Sriracha came just to start shit. Yeah, like. that was pretty much it. So yeah, I didn't like that. But weird. also, again, Steve was so difficult to read during this. Like, I can't really tell what he wants. Like, it seems like... Everyone in his family has kids, is married. So I think at some point he's like, I should probably just do that. Like, nothing in me makes me think that he truly wants that type of life. Mm. Just looking okay. just looking at his, his body language, he doesn't look yeah. like he's having a great time. I don't know if I'd be having a great time with that bunch of people either. Because, <laughs> um, like, first of all, Sriracha is leading the conversation. Yeah, I would be like, well, I don't know why I have to answer to you. Like, I came to, like, talk to the family, mainly the parents. Yeah, and so, it was pretty hostile. I'll say that. Yeah, and when Michael was at the wedding, he was hostile too. So it's like, you know, same day, different person. But, <laughs> like, I'd be kind of over over that that person just because like it's i understand you're protective but like i don't feel like i have to answer to you Mm -hmm. i don't even know you yeah i agree so Um, yeah so then we we go from there are you ready Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was trying to give you a break because you've been talking oh go ahead i'll stop um we'll just you know you know get get a cup of tea or something So Lindsay is with Mark's family, um, and I don't know if these were family members or friends. I honestly can't recall. 
these um, are his friends. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so uh, Mark's friends are saying that Mark is very trusting, um, and that he needs someone to kind of like be, you know, a little bit more aware or alert of, you know, people trying to take advantage of him. Um, family also said that the Mark the Shark era needs to be over. Um, so then she asks about the mom situation. They're saying that the family, um, he, Mark just wants to make sure his mom is safe and he needs someone who understands that dynamic and is willing to, you know, help. Um, Lindsay tells us that she was a hospice nurse at one point. So she's used to handing, handling delicate family situations. That is a hard job. Mm -hmm. Um, that is tough. So I, I feel like I think that was really interesting to learn about her. Cause doesn't she do something with like Boston Public Health now? Yeah, but honestly, even just a nurse like a hospice nurse who I feel mm-hmm. like is so critical to like you know just yeah, I'm very intrigued by Lindsay. Honestly, like I I feel like there's more to her um, than what she presents. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but the family said that um, they seem to really like like her says that it'll be a yin yang relationship and that she'll push Mark's boundaries in a good way I was like well that's (laughs) nice that's That's uh, who who doesn't want to hear that you know Mm. you're gonna push his boundaries (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh Um, and then the only thing I really got from Mark uh, Mark met with Lindsay's friends and so it was two of her friends and Lindsay's dad and one of her friends presented Mark with a Lindsay survival kit. And I think he only had two things in it. And it was just mm-hmm. a Lara bar because she might get hungry. And then a button that says no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think as far as like the Lara bar, they were kind of saying like she can get grouchy. Just ask her if she needs a snack and then throw it at her and run or something like that. Yes. Um Everyone's kind of on the same page that he just needs to be ready to deal with her. Her dad says her tongue can be vicious, and he did tell her she needs to watch her words. And I was like, damn, dad. Man, these dads Um, are killing us this episode. I mean, it's hard. The other thing that Lindsay brought up with Mark's friends uh, are his eating habits. And she said he packed a whole suitcase full of goldfish. Yeah. And And we see the suitcase later. It's like eight bags of goldfish. Now, here's the thing. I love goldfish. So I have some right now. It's one of my guilty pleasures. (laughs) However, I don't know if Mark is aware of Costco. Do they have Costco up there in Boston? Um, but he, he could have just gotten one big bag instead of the eight small bags. Why do you need to pack that for the honeymoon? He don't know. He think they've gone to another country. Meanwhile, does he know that Puerto Rico is part of the U.S.? You know, I, <laughs> again, I feel like if you're go, when you pack to go places, do you pack? like snacks like you're never gonna like you're not gonna get food i mean i traditionally um, pack snacks like in my carry-on but like that's just for the plane ride in the airport it's not, a, okay like, they were in his defense they were gonna be gone for a week so i actually like sometimes when we travel in the past we'll usually bring like gummy bears popcorn mm-hmm. and like you know my vitamins of course so like you know i, I kind of get I, I i'm okay with that they're gonna be gone for a week that man needs some snacks he's not buying them off the airport he said i need goldfish and that's what i, I want mean, I also get Shit. popcorn, but I usually wait till I'm wherever I'm at, and I'm like going to Walmart and get like bottled water and popcorn for the Well, he said he don't but... want to go to Walmart. He wants to have it already <sighs> in his bag. I'm with Mark the Shark on this. Okay, pack your pop. I mean, pop. Pack your goldfish. Okay, <laughs> I just want him to be more resourceful and get a big thing of goldfish. 
I don't know how many go. I mean, it's like a, a bag a day. Is that but what to doing? his point, though, I will say I just got back from Puerto Rico and it was tough to find like grocery stores. You just stores. got back from Puerto Rico? Did I, I, I went to Puerto Rico over the summer and oh, oh, okay. I, I, I felt like it was hard to find like a grocery store that mm. I wanted to go to. So I kind of understand him like wanting to pack. Now, if he was just going to like Denver then mm-hmm. I'd be like, you can just wait. But like, honestly, in Puerto Rico, it was a little, it was a little different. Well, he could have been going to Key West. We didn't know at that time. So, good lord. <sighs> um, we oh, we go back to Chris. Do you want do you want him meeting her with her family? No, can you take Chris? Chris meets with Alyssa's family. Um, nothing much going on here except for sadness. He tells them that, you know, we talked last night and she said we're not compatible. Mom thinks he's a great, wonderful person and she's still hopeful. He tells them that even if she's a 1% into this, he's all in. Um, but if it's <laughs> zero, then, you know, there's nothing he can do. And then we get a little song in the background. What's Goodness. keeping me from you? This was really strange because mom was like, Alyssa needs someone like Chris. And I'm like, but you know your daughter. So, like, why can't you give him, like, the real? I think mom is at Alyssa's mercy. She doesn't seem very strong. Well, and then even the friend was like, yeah, Alyssa's being rash. I was like, well, what's going on? Like, talk to your friend. And it seems like they all know that she's like that. They know that she gets, like, into these bitchy moods. Yeah, that's true. It was it was tough to hear. It was tough to hear, tough to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Alyssa's giving us another awkward situation, talking with his family. Um, she says in her confessional she doesn't feel comfortable talking about what happened last night. So then she's just talking to them about some surface-level shit. She's just like, oh, what do you guys do with Chris for fun? Mm-hmm. And someone says that, you know, working with someone who's in real estate, you kind of get, you know, the back end because they're always working. And so she takes that and runs with it. And it's just, just like, like everything else. And she's like, well, you know, Chris obviously doesn't have a work-life balance. And like, well, sh- if he wanted to get married, then like, what's that about? And I was like, this is so sad. Goodness. Yeah. So she is looking for reasons. Absolutely. And so, Anytime anyone says something about this man, she's like, see, point proven, mm-hmm. point proven. Absolutely. Which is just, I don't know. It's it's really hard to watch. Yeah. We do see Elijah on me with Katina's folks. Um, he tells them that they made out and that they're enjoying <laughs> each other. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> uh, and that she has nice lips. Yeah, it's real surface. Uh, Katina meets with Elijah on second mom, Cheryl. <laughs> Um, I guess Cheryl's about to go to work after this. And so she just came to get a- Who is Cheryl? Who is Cheryl? His second mom. I know that, but like, who is this woman? Like, where are these people coming from? I don't know. Cheryl, we need family trees. Like, Cheryl is this white woman. Obviously, I don't think that they're related. And then you had his old college coach, this older white gentleman. Well, his mom has passed away, right? And so- No, his mom is alive. Where is she? She didn't want to be a part of the show. Oh. Yeah, because I was going to get into that. I was like, we got all these second moms. Why can't the real mom pop up? So because, maybe this is like his mama's best friend or something. Because even in the pictures, like, they showed pictures of the mom, and they would bleep her face out. Oh, she didn't sign for that. So. She didn't want to be on the show. So that's why I'm like, he says he's so close with his mom, but, like, she didn't want to be a part of this. And I'm wondering. Probably Elijah because Wong, she don't think he's ready. Hello. That's why I was like, uh, we're missing something here. So, yeah. So we're Cheryl, not. It's very clear. 
gives her this strange t-shirt that she used to wear at his football Did she game? used to wear it? I think Katina misinterpreted. I thought she said, like, I'm passing on the cheerleader role now to you. I, don't, I think it'd be very mm-hmm. weird to give someone a worn t-shirt that, shirt that you wore for worn, years. It looked worn. Mm. Worn. Would you wear it? No, I'm not wearing that. You make me smile? <laughs> Are you serious? I don't wear shirts like that. When she said she... It was giving her like a cheerleader thing. I thought it was gonna be like some pom poms or something symbolic. Um, but like, where's she like gonna wear that article. to? Like, he doesn't play. That's what I'm sports. saying. That's why I didn't think it would be like a jersey or like something with a number on it or anything. I don't know. It was weird. Um, it's a cute thought, a cute gesture, but I think I would have done it differently um, mm-hmm. to try to pass the reins on. Yeah. Katina received it well. She was very gracious. She didn't say, like, I'm not going to wear this, but. <laughs> uh, well, I wish Olajuwon had had some of that um, graciousness um, mm, because girl. he is having a conversation with um, Jelani, who is one of Katina's mm-hmm. uh, friends. Um, Jelani asked him what he's looking out, he's looking to get out of this process. And Olajuwon said that he just wants to try something new. He's not a bad looking dude. So he could get, you know, he had no problem getting the ladies, but he wants to try something new. So then Jelani is like, well, you know, getting married is not trying something new. Like this is a final decision. You know, it's, you know, it's a big choice. And so Olajuwon is like just feeling very um, attacked. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And Olajuwon says that he's not connecting with Jelani and that Jelani thinks that, um, you know, um, that Jelani is just being hard on him. Um, and so Jelani in a little confessional says that he thinks that Elijah is just trying to get this for attention. Mm. <sighs> what do you think about that? I, I feel like can, I feel like it's a both and it's a both. And mm. like, I think he was like, Hey, I'll try and get married. You know, this might be fun, something different. And in the process I can, you know, get some more social media followers and, you know, get my following up. I mean, it could be a win-win. Yeah, you know. So it's yeah. it's hard. There's tension between them. Um, yeah, because Jelani because Elijah like, keeps cutting him off. Yes, he kept cutting him off, and was like, "No, no, no, I get it, I get it." And I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> like this mm-hmm. is this is intense." Mm-hmm. It is because I hate it when people do that. Like when people get so upset and they just start like can't control their speech or whatever. And I'm just like, you need to get control of your emotions. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 tense sitting at this table, and we don't really see where they end. It just like goes to the next scene, but I'm not sure they like dapped up and you know, made peace before they left. <laughs> Definitely did not. <laughs> um, so then we transition into uh, I believe Mark and Lindsay, um, and so uh, Steve says, "Who is Steve?" Oh, Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't have any notes for Mark and Lindsay. My bad. Uh, So everybody's just swapping details about. Yes, everyone's. Yeah. So I got really confused. So they just talked about, oh, I met your your family. So sweet. So great. Everything was great. Love, love, love. Mm -hmm. Um, So Steve and Noy have um, an interesting conversation where Steve says that um, they would need to have a conversation about, you know, his job search um, and they would need to figure out where they're going and what they want before he commits to a full-time job. Hmm. That was so interesting to me. 
Yeah, I think she, I want to say she brought it up because yes, she she brought it she up. She was saying like what his dad said, and she wants Vagabond. to know about his plans for employment. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep saying vagabond. <laughs> she. So I think from that point, I think that makes sense and it's kind of realistic. Like we're gonna be together. Let's try to fit. Mm-hmm. Like since he doesn't have a job that he's tied to right now, if they're gonna be together, where they're gonna be? But it sounds like she's planning to stay in Boston. Like I don't know why she'd be planning to leave yeah so i don't really know i don't really know what she's expecting because she keeps talking about children as well and i'm just like you just met this man ready to pop a baby out any day yeah so then uh we go back to Wan talking to katina and Wan mm-hmm. says that jelani was questioning him and um <laughs> he thinks that that's such you know, strong language very strong he said that he had to stand his ground <laughs> and that, you know, he thinks that Jelani already had his own image in his head of what Olajuwon was. And Olajuwon says that he doesn't convince grown men. If you don't rock with me, then it is what it is. Boy, <laughs> if this isn't like textbook defensive, like what are you oh talking about? We're at brunch. <laughs> Somebody's said, questioning you. Why he questioning me? Because you just married his best friend. <laughs> So she's saying that she really listens to Jelani and really values his opinion. And I guess since uh, Olajuwon told her his concerns, she now will pay attention to that red flag and put it in her pocket. Girl, this was, was like, I mean, if your friend your friend has your best interest, just remember that. Yeah, that's <sighs> tough. Um, so yeah. then we transition into Mark and Lindsay. Uh, Mark is asking Lindsay. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Um, they get little gift bags or whatever, telling them where mm-hmm. they're about to go. Oh my God, it's Puerto Rico. Oh. I'm just glad it wasn't Key West shit. You um, know, it just really depends on what season you are. It really does. And that sucks for that Houston season. Honestly, Mirla was right. I would have been pissed. <laughs> okay. I would have been pissed. Uh, I, I mean, I was pissed watching it. Um, so then Mark is asking if they have burgers in Puerto Rico. And Lindsay's like, it's not a different country. Um, Lindsay says that she's been seven times or lived there or something. Yeah. Um, and Mark says he's worried because he doesn't speak the language. I'm like, where do y'all think y'all are going? Nicaragua? Like, <sighs> it's Puerto Rico. You know, um, from my understanding, Mark hasn't been very many places. Yeah, and kind of slack. Unless they have, like, a disc golf tourney in Puerto Rico, he probably... Was never on his list of places to That's go. That's Chris. Mark the Shark oh. doesn't do disc golf. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you know, that's a great point. What does Mark do? You're confusing Shit. the white men. Mm, <laughs> they confuse us all the time. So, anywho, no, I don't know what Mark can... does for fun. Did he tell us? Oh, just Mark Who the Shark. Some more <laughs> Lindsay's <laughs> encouraging him to try calamari and oysters because you know when you go to a place that's surrounded by water there's a greater chance that you're going to eat more seafood and not yeah. burger fresh yeah it's part of the experience you know so we'll see Lindsay has some strong ideas about um, Puerto Rico and culture mm-hmm. and things like that um, yeah we also see that Michael doesn't know what a suitcase tag is these are some very, very alarming things. He said that he's never been out the country either, and it's like, but you're not going out the country. Yeah, he he pulled back from that really quick. But the fact that do you, do you not have a suitcase, or you didn't know suitcases have tags? Like you don't travel within the country. Mm, these um, are excellent questions. 
I'm confused because I feel like if you're in Boston, you're pretty far away from everything else and mm-hmm. there's a lot of country to explore. But also, like, Boston is a good hub. So, like, yeah, I don't understand the situation. I mean, like, I guess it's like a good hub where you can get a lot of places without yeah. flying. Well, I mean, he also don't have time. That man working from sundown to sundown. True. He should have all the vacation. Okay, he got a he got a luggage tag in his little gift basket. So, <laughs> Jasmina's like, yeah, you put that on your luggage, and yeah. that's that way you know it's yours, and everybody else knows it's yours too. Bless him. Um. Noi is very excited to pack. Everything is cute. Elijah wants to dance. He's talking about salsa. Bachata. 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 I don't know if he actually knows what he's talking about. Or... He actually was doing it right. Okay. Um, but then like, he says oh. that he's looking forward to the honeymoon because it's going to be hot and steamy. They may have the sex. Yeah. Hot, steamy. That's what I'm going to name this episode. Hot, steamy vagabonds. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. We unfortunately return to Alyssa and Chris. Um, she comes over to the mutual room. The uh, mutual room. We're back to the, the mutual mu- language. Yeah, the mutual room. <laughs> Neither of them are super thrilled about Puerto Rico. They're like, oh, we're going to go. That's and tough. she says she's ready to go on a trip and see the other couples, which I'm like, are you just here because you want to go on the trip? You don't really want to mm-hmm. be with this man, but you want to go to Puerto Rico. That's what exactly. it is. He tries to offer her to like, oh, be fun to explore, go shopping. And she's like, no, I'm going to stay on the beach. And he's like, okay, yeah, we can definitely do that. And she gets frustrated with that because he said yes. Yeah. And she feels like he's trying to yes her to death. Yes her to death. I I put in my notes, she's insufferable. I was like, what a bitch. (laughs) Like, truly. (laughs) Like, she's just awful at this point. It's just, it's just bad. Yeah, so he's frustrated, disappointed. He feels like she's written him off, um, which she clearly has. He's just trying to be agreeable to trying yeah. to ease the tension, I think. Mm-hmm. But she's like, you can go by yourself. I can be on the beach and you can go do whatever the fuck you want to do. Jesus, she's just Which awful. is, um, you know, because I would imagine that production has booked mutual rooms for everybody because five rooms is cheaper than ten. <laughs> um, just, just imagining uh where are we at now everybody's getting ready to go to the airport excited Mm -hmm. chris is diary carrying by himself as he arrives in puerto rico Alyssa walks by him and into the van doesn't say shit so that's going on Lindsay and mark also walk past the van don't get in with the other couples production seems confused um they say they get like the hotel shuttle which is like the public hotel shuttle, but they say they're getting the royal treatment. At first I thought they had booked something, but then I realized it's just the shuttle from the hotel to the airport. Nothing, nothing fancy. Uh, we learned that apparently Lindsay was trying to tell everyone what to do. This is for Elijah. She was telling everyone (laughs) (laughs) what to do. And she told Elijah that he needs to speak Spanish. Um, and, Puerto Rico and Elijah Juan told her that he needs to that she needs to worry about her husband and don't be telling him what to do. Mm-hmm. We see Katina who's also standing down next to her man, and she's like, "Girl, you're not even Spanish." And I was like, "Well, that's not the way things work." <laughs> well, and honestly, this was so confusing. Mm, um, there's a lot of versions of events. Yeah, everyone had a different version, and mm-hmm. what Lindsay was allegedly saying makes no sense. Um, it doesn't. So I was just, I didn't understand what was happening. Apparently, Lindsay is telling Elijah, she asked him what language was he going to speak, and he was like, I'm going to speak English because that's what I know. And then mm-hmm. she's like, Well, you're in their native land. 
what is she talking about? <laughs> you <laughs> what know, is she talking about? This is not surprising to me, but I did get the impression that both Katina and Elijah Water with the shits. And, you know, right, hashtag like, believe black men. <laughs> like, y'all can get it. I'm just like, you know, I believe Elijah Wan that she's instigating with him because Lindsay is like that. She's like on 10 Absolutely. all the fucking time. Absolutely. And honestly, it made no sense. Like, what are you talking about? So, I mean, she told uh, her husband he can't have a burger or anything. So, so right. So, then, I can believe that she would tell somebody else's husband that he needs to. <laughs> so, then I guess it must have escalated. And then apparently, you know, Lindsay said that Lajuan was like, I'm going to fight you. I'm like, girl, no one's going to fight you. Like, here's this is something that I, I was talking about with a friend mm. where I feel like the only people who understand how we are is us. Like in terms of like our manner, our mannerisms, like our, the things we say, how we say them. Mm. I, I feel like only us get it because like, I don't even think he was pro he, that, he wasn't going to fight Let's get her. into it though. Let's <laughs> get into it because okay, <laughs> they are on an airplane. <laughs> You know, when we saw people on the airplane, it looked like there was like three seats in the aisle and another three seats. Yeah. So everybody is sitting with their partner and possibly someone else who's on the flight. Yeah. Now, as Lindsay tells the story, she says one of the husbands got aggressive with her, yeah. was puffing her his chest and posturing to her and pretending they were going to fight her. Yeah. She completely leaves out the portion before where she instigated Correct. and says that she was scared. It shook her to her core. She felt Girl. triggered. She's crying these hashtag white lady tears that, oh my goodness, I didn't know it was going to happen. You think a man is going to stand up on a plane full of people and a fight you. A black man at that. A black man next to his black wife. <laughs> next to probably the, the black crew of married at first sight and just be like, yeah, we're going to fight. Like, over It's going to stand up and punch you in your face on a flight. After like, you came out, you came out the side of your mouth talking crazy. Like, and honestly, him. the whole thing makes no sense. So you, you're telling me that Olajuwon puffed up his chest and was about to fight you because Girl. you told him to speak Spanish in a country that you, that's not... E <laughs> Exactly. Now, I can very well believe that she started the conversation with him. I don't think Elijah would have ever had any Absolutely. intention of starting a conversation with this woman because he's up Katina's ass right now. But also, like, and that's why all would, he's worried about. But even then, it's like, why would she ask him, are you going to speak Spanish? And because, then she goes back and says, oh, well, I was just joking. We were just playing around. Girl. She was just joking that somebody got aggressive with her. So I don't have any sympathy for it. Um,. I believe Elijah Wan. I'm glad Katina has his back because yeah. somebody needs to stand with this man. He's well, just, young. Like, but... it just, this is just so ridiculous. Like, my whole thing with Lindsay is like, slow your fucking roll here. Okay? Like, you, like her husband tells her later on, like, you don't know these people. I'm glad he told her. Somebody had to tell her because this bitch is, you know, rolling around thinking she could do whatever she wants. Like she's so the queen of the fucking country. So then I'm guessing she was like, I'm so scared. So then she demands production get her a whole separate vehicle because she can't no. be with them how did that no how? i don't think she demanded production get her i don't think she told production what happened um from her point of view but i think she just decided she was gonna ride the, sh 
she found out there was a shuttle from the uh, mm. airport to the hotel they were staying. She just got in the airport shuttle. I guess, girl. I don't know. Because um, she ain't pay for no separate Uber or anything. I know an airport shuttle when I see one. That's the airport shuttle. I mean, nobody and, was on it. So I was just like, I guess, You know, girl. they come and pick up people that's going to the hotel. Everybody ain't going there, yeah. so. Well, I was just like, Lindsay, this is, you know, I was on your side. But now, like, I don't mm-hmm. like pulling this whole, like, white woman to your shit. Like, oh, it was yeah. so triggered. Yeah. Like, y'all she just really so loves fucking... her husband. She feels like he's stuck by her. And yeah, at this yeah. point, I was like, did he stick by? I was like getting, starting to question him. Until, I was starting you know, to question him, him later. Yes. But he he has some sense. So let's let's just be forward. So, yeah. So, Lindsay, <sighs> like, can we just not like not every like not everyone mm. joke. I'm not even going to get into it. Like, just I don't like just don't you come provoke. You should not provoke a black man. But honestly, like, don't provoke me either. Because, like, don't yeah. be getting my face talking about so you going to speak the language. Shut Shut the fuck up. First of all, why are you talking to me? <laughs> like, you why are we talking me. about this? Even if I was going to fucking Timbuktu, you gonna ask me if I speak Timbuktu? Like, get out of my face! Tim like, <laughs> let me be. You handle but true your enough, business. She hadn't met this man before. He, exactly. they weren't at the same bachelor bachelorette party. They she weren't at each other's him. weddings. Y'all probably met at the hotel. The before y'all got on to the airport or at the airport. You don't know this man from a can of paint. Yeah. Why are you talking to him? I mean, and honestly, you know, we get into that. Um, and Mark should have been like, girl, stop talking to people. Stop running your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I wonder where he was in the moment because. I think um, he might have been taking a nap and she might have just started talking to people. Yeah. But. So then, so yeah, so then all the couples except Ooh, for Lindsay stress. and Mark um, are at um, some, like, I guess. By They're like the hanging out, or walking something. around. This is. Walking. Yeah. They're really walking around. Yeah. Krista is, Alyssa is like, get away from me. Um. So Michael says that it's uncomfortable because Chris is a great guy and things are very tense. Um, Production was like, let's ask Michael what he thinks about Alyssa and Chris. Right. Like, I don't know. I haven't seen them interact much. So then they all sit down and get some drinks. Um, Olajuwon gives us a, a beautiful speech about brotherhood and sisterhood. Mm. Um, so then Mark comes down and, you know, um, you know, I think Olajuwon might have actually said something like, sorry about that or whatever. Um, oh, I thought that was him that said that, but well, I, I did hear an apology. Yeah, Elijah started talking first when he saw Mark. Mm-hmm. He was just like, "Dude, but man, you know, I'm so sorry." And then Mark's like, "No, like, you know, it's okay." Mark says that there are so many different personalities here, and that Lindsay's always on a ten, exactly, <laughs> and that everyone has buttons. And so he apologizes for what happened on his part, on on their part, and mm-hmm. he doesn't want them to feel like they can't be a team, and they don't. He doesn't want tension. Um, or anything. And so everyone cheers to forgiveness and moving on. Elijah one says that he doesn't need an apology from her. I don't even think he just wants to talk to her. Um, mm. But then Katina says that she it's, it's a no for her. I don't blame her. I don't blame her either. And she said that her personality is just too much. And I mean, it is. Yeah. So she you know. says she wants space from her. Michael does. Oh, you already covered that. Sorry. Um, yeah. But yeah, she says she wants space from her, and I don't blame her because that's triggering. Like you're just trying to hang out here with your new black husband, and now this white woman comes and is like, "I feel She's threatened." Trying to get your husband thrown he away, put, right? Trying to get him, you know, into prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, no, sis. Like, can we not though? Let's not. Yeah, that that's very triggering. Yes, um, it really is. I'm, it's a lot. I'm glad Elijah Wan did not take it further because I know in prior seasons we've had some men yeah. who haven't <laughs> been uh, so responsive to that kind of thing and have really lost their shit. Yeah. Um, well, and I'm so, grateful for Mark because as we've seen on past seasons, you know, not everyone's husband is like Mark. 
Mm, you know, some Eric. of them, some uh, Eric, some of them, you know, want to want to just keep it, Double a, down. keep it going. Yes, exactly. Double so. down on the bullshit. But, but yes, also, it like, seems like Mark is very mature. And in this situation, yeah. Olajuwon is is being mature as well. Absolutely. Two mature people who, you know, are like, you know what, let's just move forward. And I, and I appreciate it. You know, I stand with Katina, though, because if it had been me, I would have been like, we got a fucking problem. No. So Don't. how we go? How you how you going? How you going to get it out of this? Because mm. no. It's a no for me. I, I'm Katina. I'm just not here for for the shit. Like, I'm sorry. Right we we can't. This woman. It's 2022. So let's just <sighs> move forward. Um. So then we transition into a strange scene uh, <laughs> with <laughs> Jasmina and Michael. Oh, I'm transitioning okay. to that. Was there something before that? It was just Noy and Steve on the balcony. Not Girl, much was happening. They're talking. <laughs> She's scared of heights. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have any notes. Didn't matter. Wasn't oh my important. gosh, they're gonna be that couple. My apologies. Okay, so <laughs> Jasmina and Michael are talking about the situation, and um, you know, just you know, saying you know what they think or what their takes on it. And so Jasmina is saying that you know, people should just respect each other's boundaries. Um, and then Michael says, "Well, you know, we're just meeting each other. You know, we don't." those boundaries haven't been established yet. You know, we just met. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, we kind of have to figure out all these dynamics as we move forward. And so she says, well, we can just agree to disagree. And he's like, agree to disagree on what? (laughs) And she says that she doesn't think about conflict and she doesn't want to invite negativity into her life. And she wants to live in the moment. She Mm -hmm. says in her confessional that she's shocked they're having a disagreement so soon. And then she just leaves abruptly to go take a shower. Yeah. Can you explain this, this to us? Because I was very confused. I don't know if I'm even the best person to explain this, but when Mark did come down to join the group, he talked about everyone having buttons and people mm-hmm. having their buttons pushed. So I think this kind of spawned from that. And Michael just saying like, yeah, it's normal to have conflict with people you don't know because, yeah. or you don't know well, because you don't know them. You don't know what's going to trigger them, what's going to upset them. Mm-hmm. Correct. And that all seemed very reasonable to me yeah. until Jasmina was like, I don't agree with that. People, or, I don't think about conflict. Conflict doesn't exist in my world. And I'm like, kind of okay. View. That was very strange. It was very strange and very strong. Um, and the oh, way yeah. that she doubled down on like it. She was, she was like, it's not my mindset. I don't wake up every day and think about, con- I think about positivity. And I was like, what? And he's like, well, <laughs> I'm, a, well, I'm a realist and I would expect that. So it's not like I'm, I just married you. I wouldn't expect things to go perfectly right, every day. Right, we don't know each other. And she was just like, we'll agree to disagree. Like, girl, what the fuck she, are you like, talking about? She, like, shut down on him. And this but was, over what? Like, I was just like, Jasmina, this is not a good look, darling. I mean, when the scene started, I thought they were going to, they were toasting with their little champagne. And I was like, mm. they're going to be, like, kicking it, having a good night. And then it just completely went the other way um, with her, like, you know, saying that she doesn't think about negativity and conflict was, and i don't know girl who hurt you i don't know if that's like her coping skill if her therapist was like don't think about negativity block that out that conflict does not have to happen in your life but conflict is Goodness. very normal that was a lot you, it's very hard to be on the same page with people 100 percent of the time when you don't know them it's hard mm-hmm. to be on the same page with people 100 percent of the time when you do know them yeah so what is she what is she talking about? I don't know. Like, it sounds like she needs to... I don't know. <laughs> I was just so confused. I really didn't know what I was happening. I think he's confused, too, because... I mean, we heard from his sisters how he gets when, like, he's angry or upset. And 
I guess that's an interesting point, too, because she did ask them, how does he get when he's angry? So you're obviously thinking about conflict or negativity. At some point, you're concerned. Yeah. But I guess she thought he was just going to be like, yeah, whatever you say. And because he had a different viewpoint, you know, she didn't want to deal with that. Which, it sounds like what her stepdad was talking about. Like, she was like, she bullies men. (laughs) Goodness. I don't, I don't know. It's, I I can see some issues happening there. And I think even on the TV for the the next episode. I was not into that conversation at all. Yeah, it looks like they have some differences over dinner or a meal or something like that coming up where maybe they're trying to patch this up. I don't know. We'll see what's coming. What's coming down the pipeline. Um... We do see Lindsay and Mark back in the room trying to process what happened. She knew, I don't know where she was when he went to drinks. I guess she just stayed in the room, but she knew he was going to go talk to the the group. Mm-hmm. And he tells her that Elijah wants her to feel comfortable. Um, and Lindsay's like, oh, that's nice. Um, he tells her, like, Katina is still, no. <laughs> she's not there yet. Yeah, not um, there yet. And Lindsay's all happy that her, her man went down there and cleared the air for her so she didn't have to clean up her own shit. So she says she thinks she loves him already. <laughs> I'm annoyed. She's Just, already in love. Yeah. she need, I feel like she needs to apologize. He shouldn't have to apologize for her. But. Yeah. She needs to apologize because she opened her mouth and started that whole shit. Like all she had yeah. to do was mind her business. Like just mind your business. Yeah, and I think she, I think Alashawn said that she said, are you going to fight me? Like, when he was getting upset with the conversation. So, she, she instigated it. I fully believe she instigated it. But, hmm, I don't know. It's just just unfortunate. Poor Alashawn, this poor man. He's just trying to get him some sex. Hello, that's like, This woman is trying to get him put in jail in Puerto Rico. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. Um, okay. And then we get another brief scene of Alyssa and Chris. Um, they're sitting in their, I guess, his um, hotel room. Um, and Alyssa says that there's been nothing but problems and differences in their core values, hobbies, beliefs, personalities, everywhere, shape, or form. Where did all that happen? When did they... When did that happen? Apparently, they had time to talk about this, even though um, Chris says it's only been like 18 hours since they've been <laughs> <Right>. married. Uh, <laughs> she has had enough time to make these determinations. They're actually on the balcony when this scene starts, and it looks like a really nice private balcony. Um, and she's saying it's so gorgeous, and he kind of makes a comment, yeah, but you don't want to stay in here with me. Um, and then when he says that she's lying about the effort she puts in, she gets mad and leaves and, I don't know, goes to pout on the couch in the room. And then she, is... like, covers her face with the hat. I was like, girl, this is, this is awful. Yeah. She's you like, I'm not going to stay here. crazy. <laughs> yeah. She's... Something's going on with her. She's really immature in how she's handling this whole situation. Yeah. Um, apparently, she found out that he spoke to her family at the brunch and told them what happened and she felt like that was disrespectful because he shouldn't have said anything she says that was confidential i don't know why um he's like i wasn't gonna lie to your family they asked me how it was going i just told them what do you think would you have been like oh it's it's we're working on it or would you have been like yeah we're having an issue especially 
That's I mean, a big issue. Yeah, she even spend the night with him. Of course. Yeah. I'd be it's like, not yeah, like, oh, we have a disagreement. I'd be like, we're, we're in some challenging waters right now, you guys. <laughs> Pray for us. Like, what the fuck? I don't know how you could avoid not talking about that. Um, even if it's someone else's family, I'd be like, yeah, we're really not seeing eye to eye. And <laughs> we're not even seeing the same bed. <laughs> we're not like, seeing <laughs> I don't oh even know what God. she's wearing today, to tell you the truth. <laughs> right. Like, there's no way. <sighs> yeah, it's it's bad. Um, and she says that she didn't say anything to his family, probably because she's the, the culprit here. Yeah. Um, she just made up some bullshit conversation to act like everything was good. Mm-hmm. Um, he offers to go to another room, and he says he feels like she's gaslighting him, and he's not sure if he wants to save this thing. <sighs> this was tough. It's, yeah. Um, so then we uh, end with Katina and Olajuwon. Mm-hmm. Um, Katina saying that she doesn't like, and I quote, when females bully other people and she thinks mm-hmm. that Lindsay is shady. What do you think of it when girls call girls females? <laughs> <laughs> Just to be uh, wondering. That's an interesting language. I was. Mm-hmm. I think I caught that when she said it. And I was like, "That's a weird way to phrase that." Um, what does that even is mean? From the streets. Like I'm like, <laughs> what Katina the fuck? is from the streets, and she, she is, is the with streets. this shit. Like, don't I don't like females. I was like, whoa, lord. I don't hate her. I think I actually like her more than before after seeing this episode. Because mm, um, okay. she seems to have a lot of, you know good sense about people i don't know yeah. if she's how this is going to work out with her and elijah one but mm, yeah so i think Lindsay is shady too yeah i do well i think i don't necessarily think she's shady i think that she is like a mess mm-hmm. like i think in every sense of the word like i think she just has a lot going on inside and you yeah know, don't know how to to be healed yeah truly healing yes mm-hmm. um so then elijah one says you know he asked her not to dwell on it he wants them to focus on them <laughs> Um, and then he kind of like transitions mm. into like Flipping vulnerability mouth. and he's like, I feel like you're not being all the way open with your boy. I hated this. <laughs> and then she's like, I, in her confession, she's like, I feel like he's putting pressure on me. Like we just got married. Like we just met. So then like they're in the bed and he's like, why are you so scared to be vulnerable with me? I'm like, Elijah Juan, what the fuck? <laughs> Elijah, this to me all sounds like fuckboy tendencies. When girl. You, know, you first meet someone and they're like, oh, you could be girl, talk to me. Like, mm-hmm. it's like just too much, too fast, too soon. Yeah. I don't like it. He's talking about breaking her walls down. Girl. She's like, what no. are you talking? We just met again 18 hours ago. He's like, oh, I would never goodness. try to manipulate you. You're my wife. And she's like, I understand I'm your wife, but, like, we're still getting to know each other. And he's just, like, pushing her to, like, move faster with the relationship, which I don't know. I don't like it. I don't believe him. I feel like, girl, run. I don't know. It's just not my favorite. Yeah. I was just like, please stop. Like, Mm -hmm. he needs to be opening up. Tell me about Because he obviously has some trauma. Um, mm-hmm. How about you open up and tell us? Some how things? about you tell me where your mama was? Why haven't yes. I met her? Yes. <laughs> how about we talk about where your mom is and why you haven't mentioned her? Like, let's talk about that. Um, so then that kind of concludes the episode. We get a little sneak peek of next week. They're, you know, mm-hmm. out there in the streets of Puerto Rico. 
um, enjoying the water, um, but also arguing. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Um, very eventful episodes to come, I'm sure. So transitioning over, Jade, do you have anything that you'd like to um, share with us about what you've been watching? Anything worth, you know, worth mentioning or anything we'd want to watch? Um, all that's coming to mind right now is Euphoria. Oh my God. I, I had that keyed up. So oh, I guess that's go ahead. Too. You can take it over. Well, I mean, really everything else I'm watching is pretty much the same. Yeah. So we've been watching Euphoria. Um, I believe everyone probably knows what Euphoria is. Um, sure and I guess if you don't, um, it's the American adaptation of an Israeli show of oh. the same name, Euphoria. Um, and it follows the troubled life of 17-year-old Rue, who is a drug addict. <laughs> and so it's just her and her friends. Um, everyone's doing drugs. Everyone's selling drugs. Everyone's having everyone's sex. Everyone's having sex. Um, it's honestly, like, a very triggering show. And they actually mm. start the show with, like, a little disclaimer and end the show with a disclaimer of, like, if you need help, you know, reach out. Um, I actually read recently that D.A.R.E., the D.A.R.E. program, apparently mm-hmm. um, is very upset um, and feels like oh. the show is uh, promoting and glorifying, um, you know, drug use. Um, Jade, what say you? Uh, I think the show is being realistic. I don't know if it's necessarily glorifying drug use, but teenagers do use drugs, so... Mm-hmm. And it is on um, HBO, so it's not like on you know Nickelodeon or something. And it is rated mature mm-hmm. because mature it is. It is very mature. There are a lot of penises. Um, oh yeah, there were a lot of penises in the last episode. There's a lot of penises in every yeah, there's episode. Penises, just there's penises. breasts. Fair. There's drugs. There's alcohol. I mean, this it's, is just what it is. It's not necessarily a show for teenagers. No, I would say. it's not um, at all. But it is a show about teenage life. It kind of reminds me of. Uh, I feel like, even though like at a low at a lower level, Degrassi mm, was yeah, like yeah. very like kind of borderlining on some of these topics, but not as graphic as Euphoria. Yeah. But it's also beautifully shot. Because mm-hmm. um, I think the cinematography sh- is amazing. Yes, because they shoot with film, so it just looks gorgeous. So I mean, I've been watching Euphoria. I have to take, you know, um, a couple days to process. Because again, like it is very triggering, and like yeah, sometimes I might have to like go back and try to rewatch because it's yeah. it's it's a lot. Um, yeah. It's heavy, very but heavy. it's a good watch if you. Um, enjoy that kind of like heavier plot storyline mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i agree so yeah so i would definitely recommend it if you you know you're of age you know if y'all yeah. are not of age then you know don't watch it um but yeah if drug use bothers you oh if, yeah uh, sex bothers you if you are homophobic or transphobic indeed um <laughs> if guns you know violence violent if any of those things trigger you just stay away it's not a feel-good show it is not good lord yeah so honestly everything you just said if any of those uh trigger you then it's not for you so Mm -hmm. yeah also like sexual assault like if there's a lot of situations it's just anything fucked up you can think of anything Um, that would cause a warning label is it's in the show show. it's in the show just just know that I will say, though, when I was in high school, I don't recall <laughs> there being that much drug use. I mean, we, we, there were drugs, you know, but I mean, this it's like every drug you can imagine. 
Yeah, I think I don't think I, I wasn't exposed to any of this at high school at high, in high school. Um, <laughs> Me either. You know, I, mean, I was a fairly I, safe child. I mean, I didn't school. like get into the drugs until college, oh. and even then, it wasn't to this extent. I mean, my word. Yeah, this is a it's, lot. There's a lot of fast living happening. <laughs> fast <you>. living. <laughs> Yeah, you know. But we also didn't hard. have any money. So it's like, where are y'all getting the money for all these drugs? Goodness. <laughs> you know, just, just, just sharing drugs. Being friends with drug dealers. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, no. <sighs> it's it's no rough. For me. It is rough. So, you guys, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We realized we were not around last week, but we knew we'd make up for it. I believe we did. I believe we did. Yeah. Hopefully you guys have been entertained by our thoughts this episode over these past two episodes. And we will be back next week with more fun and games and get to see more conflict. Hashtag conflict from the vagabonds and otherwise. Oh, the vagabonds, man. What a a chum. (laughs) What a father. Um, (sighs) So, yeah, guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. See ya. Thank you.